0: Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Top, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it, we're talking combat sports for the next hour. The man who's correct, my name is Pedro Fernandez. I'm the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airways. Having defended that title now for better than 33 years. And straight up today, we're talking... The Battle of the Unbeaten, folks. Let's go back to 1981, but let's make it 2017. I'm talking about a battle of undefeated welterweights. Danny Garcia, 33 and zip, 19, waxy, former junior welterweight champion, of course, Keith Thurman. The heir apparent, maybe 27-0, 22 Kales. The Battle of the Undefeated, much like that September date back in 1981 when Sugar Ray and Thomas the Hitman Hearns, Did battle for 14 memorable rounds. Will this be as memorable? We'll find out. We're talking Garcia and Thurman today, big time on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Open phone lines around the world, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. And if you're stunned by the fact that we've got two undefeated welterweights going at it, the best going at the best, I say to you, right on. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to the Saturday edition. Of course, previewing tonight's big fight. I'm talking about, man, Gannon, Danny Garcia, and Keith Thurman. Don't get much bigger than that. Hagler, Hearns, Duran, Leonard. Wow, all the big fights. That's what you're thinking about when you think about this one tonight. Can it live up to the hype? We'll find out. 2017 version of a super fight tonight, live. You're tuned to Ring Talk live on Sports Byline, iHeart Radio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio Channel 203, and the American Forces Network.
2: The Lodge at Tiburon is steps from the ferry docks and nestled among Tiburon's upscale boutiques, charming cafes, and unique galleries. Dine at the award-winning Tiburon Tavern, serving innovative dishes prepared with ingredients grown in our very own gardens. Starting from $199 a night, join us at the Lodge at Tiburon and create long-lasting memories. For reservations, call 1-877-614-6068. Join us at the Lodge at Tiburon or go to Tiburon.com.
4: Comes the decision
1: now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. this That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization.
5: But falling ever further behind him. Oh, no! That's what we were worried about. He won't get up from that. He's at a right hand. got going to see
0: it again. Here it comes. Graham on the attack. Oh, look! And he was out before he hit the floor. Gee, that was one hell of a shot. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Talk to the hand.
1: I get 12 and a half in this past hour. This is Rink Talk live worldwide on Sports File, and we take it from the city by the bay to the city of angels. We're bringing the Godfather himself to talk about Larry Merchant. Larry, a battle of undefeated welterweight sort of brings me back to September 1981 and Duran and Hearns, Danny Garcia, 32-0, and 0. of course, uh, Keith Thurman, 27-0. This, this is what we live for, the battle of the best.
6: Um, this is what we hope for, and, uh, I wouldn't, uh, uh, create expectations of, of, uh, Duran and Hearns, um, but these are two good fighters, and it's the kind of fight we want to see more often. I have a kind of hopeful suspicion that just as uh, I was telling you, oh, perhaps a year ago, there was an informal middleweight tournament going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, this could be the start of an informal welterweight tournament going on with, with uh, Spence fighting Kell Brook next, so that um, we're finding out uh, what the cream is that might come to the top in the welterweight division, and next week we have Golovkin and Jacobs as part of the informal tournament to, to confirm uh, Golovkin as the cream of the crop.
1: Interesting. Larry Merchant's our guest, of course, the battle the undefeated going tonight. Wow, in Brooklyn. Brooklyn's become a fight capital, per se. I mean, the Barclays Center's really come alive.
6: Uh, yes, it has. It, 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 um
1: Brooklyn is a lively place. It's
6: uh, Brooklyn is a city of its own, virtually, uh, like some of the other boroughs of New York. And uh, since I live there, it's, I probably wouldn't recognize it. Um, but they have the arena there, and um, a lot of young people. And um, this is this is a fight that. Uh, should be a good attraction and uh, and hopefully a good a good event a good fight.
1: Before we get to before we continue on tonight's fight, I want you to look back on uh, last weekend. Of course, Deontay Wilder taking on another one of those X Y Z type of opponents on television. Um, how 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 do we gauge how do we gauge his ability seeing the quality of opposition he's facing? Well, <laughs> you just posed. Not just the question, but the
6: answer, Uh, Pedro. Uh, Look, uh, 38-0 is 38-0, but I recall who was that Philadelphia uh, heavyweight who had a record of like 36-0, 38-0, a boxer-type guy um, who, when he started to fight some serious opponents, uh, uh, suddenly uh, started to... uh, Disappear under the water. Um, recently, was his name Franklin? I'm not sure.
1: But um, in any event... You, what you, you know, the guy that, that comes to the gut. Wow. He, uh, go well, on, guys, I'm sorry. Well he
6: has a Hey, you, you can't you can't fault his record. What is it? Thirty eight knockouts and thirty nine fights, or thirty seven and thirty eight, and um, uh, even though he's fought setups. Uh, uh, primarily, or or almost exclusively, um, he has taken care of that business. But um, my guess is that uh, you'd hard to it'd be hard to find anybody in the street uh, who who would um, tell you who Deontay Wilder is. Um, that may that may simply be a reflection of uh, prize fighting today, but also a reflection of the fact that. Um, He hasn't had the kind of fights that attract attention within the sport, much less beyond the
1: sport. Interesting. Deontay Wilder, of course, 38 and zip now, 36 and 37 chaos, fighting out of the new uh, mecca of boxing, Mobile, Alabama, of all places. There's been a few heavyweight title fights in Mobile, Alabama, all in the past year. Coincidence? No, I don't think so. Uh, Mr. Joshua and Mr. Klitschko are going to do battle, and that's going to be that's going to be an interesting fight.
6: Yeah, you know, um,
1: I spoke, I
6: speak to Vladimir Klitschko perhaps twice a year, um, and on one call early early this year, or maybe late last year, uh, we talked about his fight with Joshua. And uh, I asked him about Joshua and Wilder, both of whom he has sparred with. Um, Joshua is 20 to 25 uh, muscular pounds stronger than Wilder, but uh, that that doesn't always show in the ring, and his record is a little suspect. But he he, uh, radiates uh, a kind of charisma, of a heavyweight champion, and when the fight was announced uh, for Wembley Stadium in London uh, a month or so ago, they sold eighty thousand tickets on the first day. Eighty thousand tickets on the first day, and they're looking for a crowd of, uh, of over ninety thousand. So um, that's a big deal, Klitschko and and uh, and him and and when and Vladimir said to me, he thought. He thought, and this was even before that fight was made, that Joshua, being in his experience sparring with him, um, took a little bit of a better punch than
1: Wilder does interesting interesting talking about the current heavyweight division of course klitschko i'm talking about vladimir klitschko 1996 olympic gold medalist, went undefeated for about 11 and a half years then as heavyweight champion of course lost his title of tyson fury tyson fury lost his title to cocaine therefore we have sort of like a wide open heavyweight field as i speak open phone lines around the planet one eight hundred eight seven eight. 878 play that's one 800 878 larry emergence our guest Back to the heavyweights, Larry. I was thinking of... When you're talking of, of heavyweights that sort of built up a hell of a record, Alex Stewart, the the, the Wacko Twins, had him. Mike Jones and Dennis Rappaport right. had him out of... Go on.
6: Yeah, right. And he was undefeated and knocked everybody in the world out. And then, he, then if my recollection is correct, um, he fought... Uh, Holyfield. Holyfield, and that was that. Uh, but... <laughs> Look, heavyweights, Uh, you know, there were two heavyweight fights last night, last week in Alabama. And the main event, uh, Wilder uh, uses his caution and his boxing ability fighting a big guy who is a former football player. And what we found out about former football players or basketball players or track stars is that when they get into the game late, you can train them, they can look like really good fighters, but you can't train a guy to take a punch. <laughs> and, and if they haven't been vetted through the amateur system and through early professional fights, where you find out about that, where, where you can see punches coming and know how to avoid them or minimize their impact, And so you saw with Wilder the first time he hit, um, his, his opponent Washington with a, with a shot was the end of the fight.
1: Yeah.
6: The first time he hit him with a,
1: with a real punch. Um, uh, the other fight with that Brazil was his name. Yeah. Dominic Brazil, of course he lost to Joshua last year in a pretty exciting fight, but he, he, he goes for it. Doesn't he? Boy. And you know, I guess
6: we'd all like to see him fight Wilder now. And, and, uh, but he got off the floor and, and, and showed that, that he had some uh, battle, as, as the British uh, call it. Uh, he knew how to deal with adversity, and um, he ended up with a knockout. And um, so I wouldn't mind seeing him fight Wilder, and um, but Wilder now is... Apparently dialed in to fight a rematch with Stavern. Um, the first fight answered some questions. I have no reason, no understanding of why
1: there's a rematch of that fight. So WBC, so, WBC politics, and Don King.
6: Uh, I'm shocked.
1: I, I know you would be. And hey, you know, back to Alex Stewart. I'll say one thing about the Wacko Twins. He did make about nine million bucks in his career. He made a lot of money.
6: I didn't remember that.
1: Yeah, he made, I mean, because he got, he got like, well, Fights are
6: exciting. Fought. They were on television, which, which showed uh, a lot of fights back in that day. So yeah. we're talking about the, the late 80s, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he made that kind of money, good for him.
1: You know, what's funny is, I remember when they came out to San Francisco, the Wacko Twins, Dennis Rappaport, Mike Jones, had Jerry Cooney out here fighting some, some nobody at, at the Cow Palace. And they tried to, They took over my gym. And I was a reigning Golden Glove champion, okay? And I was pissed off. I was, So I stood in the center of the ring. I said, listen, just because this guy comes in to, from New York doesn't mean he can just take over our gym. We've been training here for 15 years. So I put him a big stake, and I made Jerry wait until I was done. And on you. <laughs> Tell, no, I was, you know, listen, Godfather, you know. th- th- those guys were beyond arrogant, man. Rappaport and Jones, you know that. Oh, listen... Arrogance works in in pride fighting. (laughs) (laughs) No doubt about that. Can you stay with us for another segment, sir? Sure. Okay. The Godfather's gonna stay with us. Larry Merchants on the line from the City of Angels, L.A., Los Angeles, California. I'm in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. We're both talking out of California, of course, worldwide on the fabulous Internet. American Forces Network, Sirius SM Satellite, Radio, Channel 203. Wow, we're all over the place. The bottom line is this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Larry Merch will be with me for another 10 to 15 minutes. Join us if you'd like. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. How fitting to have the Godfather on the line and the Godfather James Brown live.
3: The
5: Once more, 800
4: This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of
5: I think boxing is dangerous. Uh, any man being hit in the head, the brain's a delicate thing. I think it, sh- it should be well protected. If a fellow's not qualified, he shouldn't be allowed to fight. But football is proven to have more deaths. Baseball, ice hockey, horse racing is a card. Racing is much more dangerous. But I would uh, advise nobody to box if they get hit too much and it's too dangerous.
0: Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Boxing is not on thin
1: ice. Boxing is looking good, folks. An undefeated match, of course, today. Danny Garcia and Keith Thurman duking it out on CBS television night, 9 p.m. in east, 6 o'clock in the west. That's right. prime time television Saturday night. We'll get to that before we close out our time with The Godfather. But single de Mayo weekend is looking hot as well. May the 6th and 7th, of course, uh, going to be a hot weekend in Las Vegas. The 6th, Canelo Alvarez, 48, one and 1, 34 KOs. And, former WBC champion Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., the son of the icon, 50, 50 wins, a couple of losses, and, two, and a draw and 32 whacks are going to do this. They sold 23,000 tickets out in about two days, so that's very good for as far as the venue is concerned. But, Godfather, as far as numbers are concerned, this will be the big biggest pay-per-view fight of the year unless something materializes off of this, correct?
6: Yeah, it looks like this is going to confirm Canelo as the, heavyweight champion of the box office. Um, Where I live, the whole buzz, uh, when I go into shops and markets and so on, everybody rushing over to ask me about the fight, and that's the fight they're talking about. Um, And uh, that's great for boxing. It sounds like something that will do a minimum of a half a million to six 100,000 pay-per-views. It's a really big deal in Mexico where where, where both of them feel of the, the pride of the, of the, the their constituencies. Uh hopefully Chavez comes in shape and doesn't have to take off 12 pounds in the last day and a half. Um And given the styles and and given what the stakes are, it should be a really good fight, maybe a fight that exceeds expectations. And then I wonder something, uh, Pedro. Uh, Let's say that uh, Golovkin goes out and whacks Jacobs and proves or confirms to the world that he's the best middleweight in the world. And now they're trying to make a deal with the heavyweight champion of the box office, Canelo. How do you bridge that gap? That's, that's, that's not an easy one. So, uh, uh, But I'm looking forward to both of those fights. And then hopefully we'll get
1: a real big major showdown uh, fight in the fall you know as we saw about 16 years ago when you beat the man that doesn't make you the man because uh, Shane Mosey beat Oscar De La Hoya when Oscar De La Hoya was at the peak of his fame as far as numbers were concerned and and he couldn't turn that into big big money in fact he had it right
6: not only some some fighters have you know uh, beating de la hoya helped bernard hopkins yeah to move to move up as a as a, an attraction uh it certainly didn't hurt Floyd Mayweather, uh, and and of course when when Pacquiao beat Delaware and stopped him and the end of his career, it 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 just uh, you know was added fuel to his rocket. Um, so sometimes it helps, uh, um, and and um, you know I think Golovkin has gone about as far as a. Eastern European fighter can go here no matter how good and how exciting he is. Uh, I don't think he's ever going to uh, achieve what I would call real superstardom. Uh, Neither of the Klitschko's did. Um, And yet we're all anticipating that uh, we'll see a big, big middleweight event in the fall and hopefully two good fights leading up to
1: it but yet if his name was Smith instead of Golovkin and he came from Arkansas instead of the the former Soviet Republic, he'd be the megastar.
6: Probably. Probably, yes. I mean, it's a simple truism uh, that can be checked. There has never been, never, a European fighter who became a superstar in America in terms of being a consistent, major attraction. Uh, um, I would say uh, both uh, Pacquiao and Chavez Sr. were stars in America. That's rare. Their communities uh, supported them. We didn't even know there was a Filipino boxing community until Pacquiao came along they supported him and of course with chavez uh, uh... they knew he was a star before he did or before we did and they supported him and um, that's an unusual thing uh... uh... Um, but it has never happened with a european fighter and there have been some very good european fighters who fought in america had brief success but never had consistent success as attractions,
1: Larry, I've got about two and a half minutes before the hard break. Can you break down Garcia, this bat, Garcia and Thurman, the battle of the undefeated walkaways, from your perspective, please? Well, I, you know, I like them both. Uh,
6: Thurman's a, a more aggressive fighter, but he's not reckless. He's tough and strong. Um, um, I see in in Garcia something that Maybe I'm just seeing because uh, um, I've always loved Philadelphia fighters and he is the Philadelphia fighter right now. And what that shows me is a certain toughness uh, that comes from the, the, the gym wars they have in, in what's left of, uh, of all the gyms in, that used to be in Philadelphia. Uh, um, and frequently, if, if not usually, Pedro, in these big showdowns, it's the the fighter with a little bit more boxing ability who can control the temperature of the event in the ring um, is the guy who comes out with it. But but um, I'm uh, uh, frequently means not always, <laughs> and so uh, um, you got to see it to see it.
1: You know, it's really good to be on the fence about a fight. I mean, that's this is the way it used to be when we stepped into the we stepped onto the parking lot to Caesar's Palace so many so many times over the well, years. We, we Re- just want to see what happens. Yeah, and
6: but- and, uh, and and if Thurman can
1: pull it out against this
6: this quality of competition, then that's uh, a, a good thing. And if Garcia. Uh, does what we've seen him before, in which he's patient and he uh, he, he picks apart a guy's uh, offense and knows how to uh, counter it. Um, and then um, we're going to see some, maybe see something dramatic happen. And whoever comes out of it is going to be considered uh, the top guy in the in the division.
1: The Godfather, Larry Merchant, Hall of Famer. You and the Godmother have a wonderful weekend, sir. Thank you so much for your time. We'll do it again, Pedro. The great Larry Merchant, Mr. Hall of Fame. Do I feel... Am I blessed? Are we blessed to have him on the show or what, huh? Sort of like, if you're a political freak having Chris Matthews in the room, maybe? No, no. Larry Merchant is a Hall of Famer. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Open phone lines for talking to MMA in the next segment. 1-800-878-PLAYDES. one 1-800-878-PLAY. 800 878 This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, but hey, you knew that.
2: One in three relationships start online and more start on match than any other dating site. So if you're single and looking to meet people, you've got to get on Match. They're not only number one in first dates, but in second dates, too. Meeting your Match has never been easier. Just go to match.com slash together, and for a limited time, you can try Match for seven days free. That's seven days completely free to search and connect with thousands on Match. So go ahead. Create your account now at match.com slash together. That's match.com slash together. At Discover, we believe anniversaries
3: should be a time of celebration, not obligation. That's why we think annual fees are ridiculous. And now just for giving us a try, we're going to give new card members a one-year anniversary gift they'll never forget. At the end of your first year, we'll match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar. No caps and no catches, because we know if you try us, you'll like us. And that's worth every penny. Try it and believe it at discover.com match. Cashback match offer only for new card members. Limitations apply.
4: With the weather changing and plenty of sunshine heading our way, water sports seem to be on everyone's mind. For fun in the sun and water, 101 Surf Sports, located in San Rafael, is your destination. Honored as being the nation's number one stand-up paddleboard shop by the action water sports industry, 101 teaches stand-up paddle paddling, kayaking, windsurfing, kiteboarding, and surfing. Plus, you can rent or buy any equipment you need for your favorite water sport activity. Google 101SurfSports.com or call 415-524-8492.
0: that Frankie Edgar was able to recover under that at all. And he's got Mavis. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Let's get out of this hot sun into a nice, cool bar.
7: In a few minutes, honey. The darkest of night with the moon shining bright There's a set going strong A lot of things going on
0: The man of the hour has an air of great power The dudes have envied him for so long
1: Clock says 41 minutes past the hour. We're you tuned to the Sports Byline broadcast. No worries. This is Ring Talk Live, Worldwide. we come to you each and every Saturday at 11 a.m. Pacific time from the Sports Byline studios in the city by the Bay, San Francisco, California. Of course, we also i bring you a Sunday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, which features two hours, an hour of boxing and an hour of mixed martial arts. That's 11 a.m. Pacific time, Sunday mornings as well. Well, let's talk about tonight's uh, UFC event. Of course, UFC 209 is a rematch of a fight that took place a couple of months ago. Some people thought, eh, why are they doing it again? Because the first fight ended in a draw. Tyrone Woodley, Teron Woodley of course, the world welterweight champion is 170 pounds in the world of Mixed Martial Arts and the UFC is taking on Stephen Thompson, the Wonder Boy, they called him, 13-1-1 uh, and in one one now, that one draw coming, of course, in his last fight to Woodley. It was a bit of a—they um, had some co- some scoring controversy here, right and now I think they've employed the 10-8 round in Mixed Martial Arts just a little bit more because of that one fight in particular. So we'll see how that scoring affects this fight. Will it go to the scorecards? Woodley's such a good striker. If he can get Thompson, and I think it hurt him again, I think that Woodley's really going to go for it. Because Woodley realizes that, guess what? Nobody's making um, nobody's making any, nobody's opening any easy doors for Tyrone Woodley. In fact, anybody in the UFC, they keep finding these death matches after death matches. And and I've got to tell you, I, and, and people say to you, well, oh, you know, you're a journalist. You know, you're a journalist. No, I'm a former fighter. Okay? I'm a former fighter. Think about that. I mean— if you, I couldn't go into death match after death match, not that I had any death matches, but I couldn't go after death match to death match after death match, because when you do that, it's—I mean, we're talking no longevity. We're not talking unless you're lucky, unless you face like a bunch of guys that you're so superior to that you can roll through these guys like a bowling ball down, walk, knocking down pins. But that ain't happening in the world of mixed martial arts, not nowadays with the way the fighters have evolved. I and mean, we're not talking about the the UFC of 1993. My man Art Davie, of course, a great creator. We had him on last week's show. But you know, it isn't it isn't Hoist Gracie and coming out in his karate gi and like ha ha, kung No no no, that, that that wouldn't play. If he came out in that karate gi right now, he'd get thrown down. He'd be whoever fought Hoist Gracie right now. Okay, in the current state state of mixed martial arts, they would be arrested for mixed martial arts. In fact, they would. Oh, God, it would be horrible. He just, because he can't fight that style. He's not that style of fighter. I mean, he's your jiu jitsu style fighter where he takes you down on the ground as far as the striking and the wrestling and that kind of good stuff is concerned. That's not his forte. So, or see, I think he did score finally one knockout. I think in his last fight, of course, that, that legends match he had. But when I think about the fight he had with Matt, was it Matt Hughes? And Matt Hughes broke his arm? And he hoist Gracie refused to he refused to submit and the guy was cranking up his arm and you could actually i could hear the bones breaking you couldn't hear him on tv but i could hear him on my mind because i saw how far that that arm was going that arm was going to an unnatural position this was not cool as far as hoist Gracie's arm was concerned but he, he he had like two or three stress factors stress fractures he would not give up what stones man he would not give up of course the same guy that Almost had a nervous breakdown before the finals of USC one back in 1993. That's a story for another day. But Woodley and Thompson—that's the rematch. Going to look for Woodley. I thought Thompson would win the first time. Now I'm switching gears. I'm going uh, with Woodley, the champion, to retain his title at 170 pounds. Lightweight battle on the card: Lando Benetta taking on David Timor. I don't know much about those guys. Rashad Evans, a former light heavyweight champion, now back in uh, now fighting at 185 pounds, dropping from 205 to 185. Good luck, baby. Most guys that, <clears throat> that come down and weight like that, you know, it ain't easy on the body to take on an extra 20. I mean, he wasn't a he wasn't the slimmest guy at 205, but he wasn't fat at 205 either. In other words, Daniel Cormier at 205, you could take 20 pounds off him and i understand it, maybe. But taking twenty pounds off Rashad Evans, wow. I I'm interested to see what his torso looks like when he steps into the octagon against Dan Kelly. Now who's Dan Kelly? Well, I'll try to have that nondescript name. He's sort of like a nondescript fighter take that back he's 11 and one but he's not a master anything five submissions five three five five submissions three uh, three decisions and three knockouts and 11 wins he's got a, he was in the uh, he was an Australian Olympian I believe so he's got some he's got some good skills but you know we'll see what happens when he takes on rachette Evans is he coming here to make a move? I mean, some guys come over here from across the pond and they make their move. Some guys come up from across the pond and get their tail handed to them. Which will it be tonight for Dan Kelly? That's the big question mark. And Rashad Evans at 185, that's an equally uh, as big a question mark. Amanda Cooper, women's strawweight bout, going to take on Cynthia Carvella. Of course, these women are duking out at 115 pounds. Go, girls! I love when the girls go because they always put forth. Um, And these... hmm, the, uh, I don't know how to put this. The opening battle on the pay card is a couple of heavyweights. One of which I have absolutely no respect for. Alistair Overeem. Call him over Overoid, Stoveroid. Call him what you want, but I mean, he was like the most obvious steroid guy for a long, 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 long time. He finally got caught taking those phenyls vitamins by the by the Nevada State Athletic Commission, and he was suspended for a year. But he's back and he's clean, and he's got this new training team on the. Uh, uh, working behind him, of course, are coming out of out of uh, Europe. And you know, I will say this: Overeem can really fight. I mean, he can. I mean, there's no, there's no doubt. I'm not trying to say he can't fight. But we you know when you take performance-enhancing drugs, it's going to play a toll on your body sooner or later. He's 36 years old. I mean, it's going to be 37 in a couple of months. I mean, he's 40. What's his what's his record? He's a kickboxer, he was uh, 10 and four. That was a kickboxer. As a martial artist, he's had 57 fights. 41 wins, 18 by knockout, 19 by summation, 4 by decision, and he's lost 15 times, double-digit losses. Has he been knocked out? He's been knocked out 10 times. Guess what? I think if you've been knocked out 10 times, you might need to find another profession. I'm serious. If you've been knocked out 10 times, knocked out. We're not talking knocked out. You've been knocked out like that. Listen, if you've been knocked out once. I mean, you went to sleep, like snoring, like, like you know, when it, when it, when, you know, when they got like wave waves wave things over your face, trying to wake you up, give you some, no, no. When you're snoring, that's not good. And you probably shouldn't fight again after snoring just one time. But yeah, you know, Alistair over him's been snoring more than once. I've seen him snore a couple of times. And if you snore, it's not a good thing. I'm making, trying to make light of this. And I probably shouldn't be making light of, of, of the damage to be taken in in mixed martial arts but i'm telling you alistair over him, being knocked out 10 times well tonight i think he's about to get knocked out for the 11th time because he's taking on that guy the slowing samoan the throwing samoan i've got all kinds of names for him but he's mark hunt 42 years old now bad dude out of new zealand of course new zealand is like like mexico or or or, or hawaii for uh, those people down there in australia but they call him the super samoan the doctor call him what you want but He's only five foot ten. He's weighing about two hundred and sixty-five pounds, usually the limit of uh, the USC heavyweight division. He's never a guy that looks like uh, like uh, like Paul Cuddy. I mean, trim with the twenty-seven-inch waist, that kind of good stuff. You won't see that. You won't see that in Mark Hunt. But what you see, what you see, what you will see is a guy that doesn't give up, and a guy just throws and throws and throws, and he sort of like drops his head and throws punches. And you know, I used to fight Samoan guys in the gym. And Sonny, I not want to say Sonny's last name, but I think it was Sonny Sopopo. And anyway, Sonny had bad wind, but Sonny, could, Sonny was a murderer in the first round. Okay? We fought in these real small rings in Newman's Gym. I think they were like about 15, 16-foot rings. I kid you not, these things were small upstairs. Um, There were two gyms, two two rings upstairs. One small one, one bigger. We're fighting in the smaller ring. And for the first round, I would like run from him, move and grab him when he came closest. He was so strong, so strong. But came into that second round, started to get a little tired. And by the third round, guess what? I was owning him. And that's the way it was when he fought professional. In fact, a lot of Samoan athletes uh, lack stamina. And that's the way it is because they peak out early. A lot of them peak out early. I remember Jack Tinnatale, who I went to high school with in South San Francisco. I mean, he broke my shoulder playing football. I shouldn't have played with that boy. But the bottom <laughs> the only time I got in sports. <clears throat> but anyway, but he was such an animal that he peaked when he was like 17. And a lot of these guys peak when they're like 17, 18. Junior say out before he blew his brains out. What did he have to say? You know, God, I'm going to talk about that brain damage, that poor guy, that poor guy. But he was another Samoan athlete that sort of bucked the trend. He was a guy that had a legacy. He was a guy that was able to play double-digit years in the NFL. And, of course, it turned out to be serious brain damage and surgery and suicide. But back to this card here, Mark Hunt and Alistair Overeem. That's a good way to open up the pay-per-view end of this card because the rest of the card, outside of the title fight, Man, you've got to give me some Viagra to watch this. I'm telling you, even if there's chicks involved, I need Viagra to get up for this card. Rashad Evans and Dan Kelly, that's not going to get my money going. It's not going to make me want to spend 70 bucks. Lando Veneta and David Timur, eh, I don't know. Tyrone Woodley and Stephen Thompson, yes, but is that worth 70 bucks all by itself? Well, no, you've got the Alistair overing and Mark Hunt fight, and that's going to be impressive, whoever Wins, I think, uh, is going to be spectacular. The finish is going to be a great, spectacular win. But let's talk about the pay-per-view card. That's the pay-per-view card, the preliminary card on Fox Sports 1. Um, Mark Goldbeer is on the card. Daniel Spitz, he's going to fight Daniel Spitz at heavyweight. Luke Sanders and Uri Alcantara. And, uh, um, uh, uh, oh, God, these names. By the way, about Merced, Bursic is taking on Darren Evans. And Luis Enrique is going to take on... Marcin uh, Tiber, and that's in an the heavyweight bout. But get this, the man that's on the card, the man that's going to steal the show tonight on this card, USC 209, is not Tyrone Woodley or Stephen Thompson, not even the throwing Samoan Mark Hunt. It's Tyson Pedro. Tyson Pedro is on this card. He's fighting a light heavyweight. I kid you not. I mean, people laugh. They say he's a bum. Ha-ha! <laughs> That's what somebody told me. He's a bomb, Pedro. He can't fight. Well, I don't know. He's got a great name, Tyson Pedro. He's fighting out against a guy by the name of Paul Craig. Paul Craig comes in at nine wins and zero losses. The bottom line is he's a monster. So it looks like Tyson Pedro, unless he can live up to that name or beyond that name, he's getting lit up like the White House Christmas tree tonight. So I wish him the best. He's got a great name for as long as it lasted. Tyson Pedro... You are my man. Not anymore. Probably not. Albert Morales taking on Andrew uh, Sockerman. Of course, that's the UFC tonight. UFC coming to you live on pay-per-view. Fox Sports one will Take it back. Uh, The uh, Tyson-Pedro fight will be on uh, Fight Pass. That's at 3 p.m. Pacific time. Then at 5 p.m. Pacific time, the fight card goes to Fox Sports 1. And then 7 p.m. Pacific time, which is 10 p.m. in the east, it goes to pay-per-view. So there you've got the schedule for you. Now, I'm not advocating stealing signals or going to various European or Russian websites, Russian websites. heard a lot about Russia lately, huh? Um, Going to Russian websites, things like that, and uh, and, and, and watching the fight in Russian. What I'm trying to tell you is, maybe I'm wrong here, but personally, I would feel better watching a fight for free in Russian or even in Chinese or in Martian than paying 70 bucks for it. What do you think? Am I alone on that one? I don't think so. Straight up, Woodley and Thompson. Worthy main event, but as far as pay per is concerned, the entire card, seventy bucks. Well, if the one fight's worth seventy bucks, that's what Larry Merchant and uh, the uh, Larry Merchant Godfather we just heard from from HBO, and of course my other Godfather, Jack Fisk, the late Jacob Finkelstein, Hall of Fame writer from the San Francisco Chronicle, he used to say the same thing. You know, if the main event's worth the price of you're going into an arena, and guess what? It's worth buying the card. So that's where I stand on that, I guess. I don't know. Still won't be buying it, though. Probably going to go up the street and watch it at the uh, the El Condor Club in San Francisco. Me and Zach Attack Young. Zach Attack Young is coming to town. So it looks like we're going to watch both the the Thurman Garcia fight and USC 209 at the, uh, the Strip Club on Broadway tonight. Yeah, hecking it up in the City by the Bay, of San Francisco, California. You're tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide. This is Sports Byline.
0: <laughs> Till you came into my life, and these are the arms that long to lock you inside every day and every night. Girl, and here is the soul of what you've taken control. Can't you see I'm trying? Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez.
2: What's you gonna do, brother,
1: when Hulkamania runs wild on you? You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. A little Hulkamania there. My man Terry Vallejo, I'll never forget when that press conference, when I challenged him at that press conference in Las Vegas, and he ran. He ran behind his PR lady. Some 105 pound chick had to defend Hulk Hogan against me. Oh, it was terrible. GSP, George St. Pierre, of course, the former welterweight champion, longtime flag bearer of the Ultimate Fighting Championships, coming back, taking on Michael Bisping, the uh, the, middleweight champ- the, the middleweight champion, but nah, what can I say? Not a guy that's really held in high regards. Of course, beat Dan Henderson in his last fight. Dan Henderson is older than Scott Cuddy and myself put together. He's like 90. Uh, so that wasn't a big impressive win as far as Bisping is concerned. So with GSP coming back, GSP has the perfect foil to capture a championship, 185 pounds. Why do I say that? Because Bisping is not the fighter that... Yeah, he was lucky. He's a lucky guy. I mean, he was in the right spot at the right time. Yes, he won the championship. He was supposed to defend against Yoel Romero. Had he defended against Yoel Romero, he would have been blitzed. I mean, Yoel Romero, and Michael Bisping, it isn't even a matter of betting. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's that's a cinch domino fight. Yoel Romero's going to win that fight. So Romero pulls out of that fight. I mean, look back, Bisping gets out of that fight gets the big money fight with GSP and says, Oh, more power from Mr. Bisping and making some money. But is your Romero getting money to step aside? I hope so. Bottom line is, if this was boxing, he would. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget, Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific time. And tonight, 10 p.m. Pacific time, 10 p.m. Pacific time, Johnny Talking is also will have a fight buildup Danny Garcia, the wrap up tonight on Sports Overnight America at 10 p.m. Pacific time. This is Sports Byline. Easy to walk away.